satisfying our own flesh, satisfying our own bodies, and glorifying those over and above glorifying God. And I'm sure glad you did stick around even after you saw the subtitle on the bulletin tonight. Because we recognize these sins are all around us. All it takes is one trip down the highway with bulletin boards, one round of commercials on TV, or one scroll through the streaming app, and we see where two of our greatest glories and people's greatest glories are found. It's in lust, and it's in food. The countless, countless commercials about both of those things. And it's really not too hard to see a connection in them, isn't it? To recognize that people just want what makes them feel good in their bodies. And that's what we see. People looking to glory in their own bodies. And when we look around, we see all sorts of ways today how people glorify their bodies. Again, just scroll through social media or most of the many of the movies out today or look at which websites, the fact that adult websites frequent the top 10 most visited in the world. People want to glory in their bodies, showing off their bodies to create desire, create lust. And I think this has a profound impact, especially on our young people. Think of young women today. They're no longer encouraged toward modesty, but rather peer pressured to more glory in their bodies. Young men no longer encouraged toward abstinence and waiting for that marriage partner, but instead are made fun of if they lack a history with women or conquests. The fact is, people want to glory in their bodies. And this has an impact on all of us. And the immodesty of this world is easy to see, whether it's a halftime show, a commercial, a movie, whatever it is. And it's constantly pressing on us, trying to draw us in, demanding our eyes, our attention, our hearts, and our own bodies. And how easy it can be to fall in. And how often we do. Glorifying in a place that God didn't intend for us to do so. Because it feels good to us. And what about gluttony? How much of our social life is all about food? How many of our gatherings are focused on food and our love for food? And again, the commercials endlessly about food. I'm not saying it's a sin to love food. The Bible doesn't either. We see Jesus gathering at banquets with his disciples. We see heaven described as a banquet. But the question we need to ask is where does our love for food rank? Of course, we'd never say it ranks above God. But doesn't it kind of seem like it sometimes? How much more do we gather around food than gather around the word of God? How often do we gather friends and family to enjoy a wonderful meal, but God and his word doesn't even find its way into conversation. 
we start to see the danger of these two deadly sins, don't we? It's all about seeking bodily satisfaction. They put the glorifying of our bodies up over and above the glorifying of our God. They turn that gifts, these gifts that God has given to us completely inward. Lust turns this beautiful gift meant for man and woman in marriage and makes it about what I want and what feels good for me, not on your timetable, God. Gluttony takes this thing, food, that's meant to fuel us to go serve one another and serve our God into all about me and what feels good for me. And gluttony at its worst, in fact, makes us even less able to serve others. We must recognize tonight that Jesus tells us things about both of these sins. We can't let the way the world wants to go and even our own flesh wants to go distract us from the fact that Jesus says, I tell you that anyone who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery with her in his heart. And he says in another place, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat. The body is more than food. Perhaps we can flip John Lennon's imagine on its head for a moment. Imagine if we sought Jesus, the bread of life, as often as we sought after food. Imagine if we looked to Christ as much as we looked at those other things we know we shouldn't. What amazing growth of faith there would be. What spiritual maturity that we just leave on the table so often. Because we're already filled up by all those other things that satisfy, about glorifying our own bodies that we either forget or just aren't all that interested in God's glory. And the fun of all that starts to drown out the glory that God brings to us through his son. And so tonight we must ask ourselves, where is our glory? Is it in our own, satisfying our own bodies or is it found in God? Our first passage I read to you was, don't you know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God? You are not your own. There it is. The motivation, the reason, the strength for resisting these temptations. You are not like the rest of the world. You are not your own. You have the Holy Spirit living in you. You are a temple of the Holy Spirit. And you received that Holy Spirit as a gracious gift from your God. It's from Him, it says. And then when we think about how God accomplished that, it destroys all of our lusts and wants. Because we look to Christ and see what He did to accomplish it. We see that we were bought at a price. God bought us back, made us His very own, gave us His Holy Spirit so that we can go and glorify Him. And that is an incredible blessing that makes us want to do so. And that price, that price for you, it was paid at Calvary. 
paid by someone who gave up his body for you. Gave up his body not to glorify himself, but to glorify all of mankind who find their glories in so many other places. Jesus came not to indulge in earthly desires or passions, but to deny all pleasure for himself in exchange for betrayal, like we saw tonight. Suffering, beating, being forgotten by his own disciples and ran away. We said everyone deserted him and fled. And then ultimately he gave up his very life. All to glorify God whose glory is in glorifying you. You were bought at a price. For all the times we made it about glorifying us and our own bodies, Christ died to glorify you. For you were bought at a price, so glorify God with your body. Bought at a price. Christ's holy, precious blood. When we consider what an incredible price was given up for us, it completely changes our mindset. Our Savior gave his body to death to bring you to glory. And that's where your true glory is found. We're bought back. We're God's own. So that we can go and glorify him. For our bodies are gifts from God that Christ washed, sanctified, and justified, given to us so that we can serve one another and serve Him. He brought us to glory so we can glorify Him until the day we stand in heavenly glory, where there our bodies will be perfectly glorified, free from all the pull and tug of sinful desires and lusts and wants, and instead living in eternal pleasure of God's presence. That's what we wait for. But in the meantime, we have his Holy Spirit. You are temples of the Holy Spirit who strengthens you and brings you through these temptations. Imagine if we always kept Christ's cross in our sights. Imagine if we never forgot that we are temples of the Holy Spirit. Imagine if we never cheapened the price Christ paid. Imagine all the people living today in contentment and joy in what God gives them, in the fact that God has glorified them through Jesus giving up his own body, giving his own body over to death to glorify us and our bodies. Yeah, that's a thing of imagination for now. But there will come that time where we will be in heavenly glory with bodies glorified, glorifying and praising God for all eternity. Christ glorified us through his body on the cross so that we might be eternally glorified. And that's not imagination. That's reality in Christ.
Amen. And now may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, ever guard your hearts and minds in the true faith until that day when we enter life everlasting. Amen. At this time, we give to the Lord our offerings, and as those are being received, you'll also get the friendship register. We ask you to fill that out as it helps us do what God has called us to do, to encourage one another on toward love and good deeds.
Let us praise the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Almighty and merciful Lord, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, bless us and keep us. Amen. evening again. Thank you for being here. Um, I pray that this time in the Word was a blessing to you. Uh, all sorts of fun things coming up. Tomorrow is family game night from 6 to 8. Uh, Friday, we are welcoming that youth group from St. Croix, and so we're doing the kickball game at 645, uh, and then uh, some, when they get here, some, some fun stuff with that too, so all the youth invited to that. And then on Saturday is the part one of the grocery canvas. So we're going to uh, take empty brown paper bags, grocery bags, to a whole bunch of houses in our immediate area here. 
with a flyer on them saying, okay, this is what's going on. Next Saturday, we'll be back. If you want to fill up the bags in the meantime, either leave them out on your front porch or whatever, and then we come back the next Saturday and pick them up, which means we need people to go deliver the bags and pick them up or just drive and let the teens from St. Croix and, and our youth uh, do all the running to the houses, uh, but they'll need someone to drive them. So uh, sign up for that if you'd like to feed the, the group of youth any of the meals. There are uh, still some blanks on that sign-up sheet as well. So I pray that uh, you guys can be a part of that, that cool event. Any other announcements I'm missing? We got it? All right. God bless your rest. Game night's tomorrow, yep. <laughs>